when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. So Seth Godin had this great blog post today. It was short, sweet, and really hit me between the eyes. It was entitled, Who Cares? No one cares. That happens rarely. Someone cares. That happens all the time. It's the heart of our work. Everyone cares. Almost never. Someone is enough. In fact, someone is the entire point. When it comes to exceeding expectations, you have to first set them, then exceed them. If you set expectations too high, you can often disappoint. If you set them too low, people tend to misinterpret them. Finding that middle ground and exceeding expectations requires someone who believes in your capabilities and is overjoyed with the results. That's what happened to me over this year-long journey. When we decided to downsize and move from one state to another, we had a laundry list of things that we agreed we were expecting. Number one, better weather. Chicago has nice weather, parts of the year, but we want more of that. Lower taxes. Our property taxes were what some people pay for a two-bedroom apartment or a house payment. Lower costs of living. Just the basics, but anything lower would be better. Most living space on the first floor. It was a pain in the butt going to get a cup of coffee when you had to put in 300 steps to get there and back. Plus, taking laundry down, all that stuff. We had dreams and expectations, but other than that, we had no clue what we wanted in a house, location, or amenities. We just knew that we were ready for a change. Having built a house before, we expected that we would just buy an existing one, especially with the current supply chain issues. Building one would probably be a hassle, with having to pick out everything from brick to towel racks. We knew when somebody said it would be ready in September, that meant December or January. We'd experienced it before, so our expectations were to expect the unexpected and hope for the best. Once we settled on Raleigh as the destination, I flew down and met with realtors and began the hunt and I was surprised about what I found. The housing market was in overdrive. People were bidding 10 to 25% over asking price, making our current home value almost a wash to downsize. Bidding wars were heated, and you had something called due diligence, which was a non-refundable escrow that if you changed your mind or found dead bodies in the crawl space, I'm sure that happened. You'd forfeit the money. That means that you could be out thirty to $50,000, making buying a different house nearly impossible. So you had to be 100% sure before you even bid. I was not expecting any of that. 
While back in Illinois, we had our house to get ready and put it on the market before we could even consider buying something new. I had to interview local realtors and had five apply. It would have been 50 if I had the time because the market was so hot. We settled on one that we thought could exceed our expectations. For the sake of this discussion, let's call him or her Mark. It started out normally and quickly. We had an offer before we were scheduled to even list the house. Mark was in Colorado and we had to wait until late at night to discuss this deal or offer with a tired realtor at the airport. Without getting deep into the details, the offer exceeded our expectations but was based on the appraisal. From that point forward, we missed the mark. We had questions and issues with this bad appraisal that was costing us $30,000. Our lawyer had to negotiate with their lawyer while we waited for Mark to return phone calls. It felt like he was more concerned with getting to closing and collecting checks than getting our deal straight and in our best interest. Things almost collapsed when the price was way lower than we expected based on the offer. Also, the closing date was miscommunicated. Mark blamed the lawyer for the mishaps and miscommunication. In the end, we closed and Mark called us from the closing to congratulate us while we were on the road after a rushed departure that we were not ready for. Our lawyer exceeded our expectations, but Mark was a mistake that I made. Communication is so important to exceeding expectations, and Mark missed the mark on that one big time. Meanwhile, in North Carolina, I made a good decision and selected Joe and Richard from a group of realtors. They were all qualified, but Joe had a slant towards new construction, and that paid off. Joe found us a builder and a lot that matched our expectations on the floor plan that we liked at around $150,000 less than what we would have paid for a used home. While we could not pick any options, they were all chosen by the builder, Joe assured us that we would love the final result based on the pictures and samples we saw. It took a lot of trust to put our home in the hands of a realtor and builder a thousand miles away. But in the end, our new home exceeded our expectations. We knew we were not building a luxury home, which we had built the last time, but we were not disappointed with the results. So what got us there? Number one, it was the realtor communication. Joe would call us constantly without prompt and drive to take lots of pictures of the progress. The builder also communicated weekly with email updates and pictures and progress of what to expect. And when it came to the home construction, the lot was one of the best in the neighborhood and bigger than we expected. In the end, the home exceeded our expectations with the quality of construction and amenities. The realtor went over and above, even though she and he could have made more selling us an existing home. And the builder found and corrected flaws we never even saw during the construction walkthrough. And they continued to communicate and deliver quality service even after we closed. And we closed on this house almost two months earlier than we expected.
So let me leave you with some final thoughts about exceeding expectations. How can all of us use these examples to help us exceed expectations with our businesses and our customers? Here's three tips. Number one, set realistic deadlines. It's easier to underpromise and overdeliver than it is to make excuses and soothe frayed nerves. Next, overcommunicate. Regular updates, even scheduled ones, help manage expectations. And finally, deliver quality. If you're more worried about the check than the results, you will miss the mark. In the end, it was stressful yet successful. And what an experience. I have to say that if I had to choose again, I wouldn't have chosen Mark as a realtor but it may not have changed the final outcome. However, I'm glad the final phase went smoother than expected, giving us a softer landing in a new state and a new home. Finally, here's a quote from Ann Sweeney. Surround yourself with the best people and then get out of their way. Give them a chance to exceed your expectations and they usually will. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. <laughs>